So, today I wanted to welcome you to with Cara Jones Unlimited LLC podcast lunch talk series. As you can see, I'm wearing my mask. This mask, as you know, is a protective precautionary measure that we take to um, try to protect us from um, the coronavirus. We are still in a pandemic and we do not want to come into contact with any um, pollutants, you know, or whatever that might cause us to contract the virus. Today, I wanted to talk to you guys about cabin fever. You know, we've been in this pandemic since pretty much about March, mid to end of March. And so we're going into now month, what, March, April, May, June, July, August, five months of a pandemic. So I wanted to talk to you about cabin fever. Cabin fever is, according to um, psychological symptoms, it describes what people may experience when they are unable to leave their home, okay? When you're unable to leave home and engage in social interaction. And you know right now, we are all um, staying in place as much as possible, right? Um, for me, I'm at home. I can't go out and work and whatever, okay? In the field of counseling, a lot of um, practitioners are providing telemedicine services. So I just wanted to share some information with y'all and to encourage you um, on how to um, take care of yourselves, give you some tips on how to take care of yourselves during this pandemic. You know me, I got cabin fever too. I'm ready to get out. I'm ready to get on a plane, do something, go visit some friends, go home to California, go to the East Coast, Midwest, wherever. But it's not, you know feasible, really feasible right now. So I wanted to share with you, first of all, some symptoms that you may um, recognize or something that you might want to jot down to um, jot down so that you might, you know, better identify whether or not you're experiencing cabin fever. Some of those symptoms include restlessness, Restlessness, like I said, getting tired of being in the house, not being able to move around the country or the neighborhood freely. Lethargy, getting, you know, kind of tired and slow, um, beat down, right? Sadness or depression. During this pandemic, you know, when you're not able to socialize and link up with your friends, your family, go to your worship services, go to the mall, go to the movie theater. I'm a big movie buff, so I miss going to the theater. You might get a little sad. You might get a little depressed. At the same time, you may find that you're getting impatient. How many of you are getting impatient? Just send me a note. Type in a comment here. Have you been impatient? Are you impatient with this coronavirus? I'm getting impatient with coronavirus, but it's something that I have no control over, so I got to deal with it, right? Now, this is a big one for a lot of people. How many of you are having food cravings? Food crave? Oh, Angie, you're having food cravings? Okay. <laughs> Don't feel bad because I have the cravings too. <laughs> And that's, that's, that can be normal, right? Oh, hey, sis, <laughs> I'm beginning to be a little impatient. I got you, sis. So about these food cravings, you know, 
Unfortunately, depression, sadness, anxiety can cause people to binge eat. And one of the biggest binge cravings is what? Sugar. Can't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I would encourage you to not fall to the candy, to the sweets, okay? The complex sugars, the cakes, the cookies. But instead, go get you some fruit. Get you some natural fructose. You know, get, get some watermelon. You know, we're in the summertime. Watermelons are now available. Get some pineapple. Get some passion fruit. Get some kiwi. You know, I'm a big smoothie person. You guys see how I share my smoothies, you know, in the morning sometimes. I do my blueberries. I do my mango. I do my pineapple. I do banana every now and then. I try to stay away from banana because banana has a lot more calories and sugar. And I, I try to stay away from sugar because I try to, you know, manage this weight. But um, some other symptoms that you might recognize or experience during cabin fever as you, you know, if you come across that cabin fever feeling is lack of motivation or decreased motivation. You just don't feel motivated to do much of anything. And if you find yourself in a slump or in a rut where you don't feel motivated, okay you have to empower and encourage yourself you got to speak to yourself and say self get up this is a temporary situation but we are going to get up get dressed ladies make up your face put on your makeup put on your jewelry comb your hair and get busy you may not be able to go out and interact much but you can do something, right? So think positively. Be optimistic and motivate yourself. There's a song that I love penned by gospel uh, music celebrity artist Donald Lawrence. It's entitled Encourage Yourself. Sometimes you got to encourage yourself. So encouragement is the same as motivation. Get up. Now, this one's a little tricky. So, social isolation. Socially isolating is not the same as socially distancing. Social distancing really is more so that we are not in close proximity or contact with other people who live outside of our homes, okay? Hey, Kenneth. So, social isolation be careful. Social isolation is when you purposely or intentionally, sometimes even unknowingly, isolate or remove yourself from being around other people. This is oftentimes seen amongst people with symptoms of anxiety, symptoms of depression, we got to be real careful with that because, you know, they say idle mind is the devil's playhouse. You've heard that before, right? Well, same thing kind of goes with social isolation. When you socially isolate yourself and don't allow yourself even phone contact, you know, email contact, um, social media contact with other people, and you experience depression, anxiety, it could 
you know, put you in a tailspin, downward spiral. And we really don't want you to have to go through anything like that. So make sure that you maintain some social contact, but while also social distancing, okay? Now, this is a big one. Y'all know I'm a walker. I try to get my five miles in every morning. Um, cabin fever can cause you to have difficulty walking. Why? Because when you are in the house or you're staying inside more, you become less active. And therefore, your limbs, your legs, your arms, feet, appendages, right, can become a little slow. So it's important always to keep the body moving, right? That helps our health, it helps our blood flow, our circulation. It'll even help your mind. For me, walking, I think I posted it yesterday. Some people walk for exercise. Some people walk, you know, for coping strategies, for reflection, to commune with nature. I do it for all those reasons. And during this cabin fever, let's say that you have mobility issues and you're not able to get out there and just walk, you know, your neighborhood early in the morning or something like that. None of us can go to the gym right now. I really hate that. But, you know, we got to be safe. But if you have mobility issues and your walking is limited, your walking ability is limited, you can still walk indoors. I will honestly say there are many days that regardless of whether I walk outside or not, I still get in at least three to four miles inside the house. So walk around the house, walk around the kitchen, walk from the kitchen to the den, to the great room, to the living room. If you have stairs, it's even better and you can walk the stairs, go up and down the stairs, okay? Go to the garage. If you have a backyard, go walk in your backyard. Be creative. We got to be creative with this thing, right? Another symptom um, that might um, show that you are experiencing cabin fever is frequent naps. Now, I'm going to be honest. I like my naps. I don't get them often during the work week. But I enjoy my naps, and often on Facebook, y'all will see me post, oh, it's time for a Sunday nap, and naps are good. Naps are refreshing. Um, siestas, you know, take a little nap, take a breather, refresh yourself, revive yourself. But if you find yourself where you are laying down frequently and not just taking a 30 to 45-minute power nap or something like that, but you're sleeping for hours on end, you might be sinking into a depression. And if that's the case, you want to pay attention to those symptoms and do a feelings check. How are you feeling? Ask yourself, how are you feeling? Be present, right? Talk to yourself about what you're experiencing. Jot it down. I believe in journaling, writing things down. Make a list. What am I doing or not doing that causes me to want to nap? 
I intentionally paused right there. There's something that, you know, we do in counseling. It's called silencing or pausing because sometimes you just need to stop and think. Don't say anything. Just think. Be still, right? So if you find yourself napping, you need to do an internal check on yourself to make sure that you are not slipping into a depression or anything like that, okay? Another symptom that you might experience as a result of cabin fever, not having the ability to go out and socially connect with others, is feeling hopeless. Oh my God, it's the end of the world. Oh my God, when am I ever going to see my friends again? Oh my God, when are we going to be able to go and just, you know, kick it? Hopeless. Oh my God, I lost my job due to COVID-19. That's a big deal for a lot of people. And if that's your situation, I sympathize and empathize with you. In some cases, it was not preventable. Either way, if you find yourself feeling hopeless, always remember, as long as you have breath, you can breathe. You have breath in your lungs, in your body. You are alive. And if you are alive, there is hope. If you find yourself in a place of hopelessness, tap into your higher power. That source that you consider and acknowledge being higher than you. For me, my higher power is God because I'm a Christian. But I don't impose my faith on anyone. Whatever or whomever your higher power is, tap into that source for strength, light, energy, encouragement, sufficiency. Okay? Because we don't have to feel hopeless. If you find yourself in a place of hopelessness, engage with other people. I posted yesterday on my Instagram about the toolbox. In clinical mental health counseling, we encourage our clients to develop and to keep um, adding to their toolbox. Your toolbox is basically your um a gathering of resources, tools, whether they be people, places, and things that you can tap into when you are in need or crisis. Who can you call if you're feeling depressed, anxious, hopeless, if you feel like binge eating? What coping strategies can you implement if you feel any of those um, behaviors or symptoms that I just mentioned? Begin to develop a toolbox for yourself, whether you are engaged in a counseling relationship 
with a practitioner like myself or not. I will say to you, having um, participated as a client in counseling most of my life and now providing said services, counseling has proven beneficial for a lot of people to help them live healthier lives and to help them um, eliminate maladaptive behaviors. But build your toolbox, start making you a list of people who you might contact, be in contact with, a support system, okay? Oh, you're requesting to be in my video. Hmm, hold tight. Another symptom of cabin fever may be a change in your weight. Now for me, this cabin fever has done me good. I'm gonna be honest, I've lost 20 pounds. Yippee, hip hip hooray, yippee. Some days I look thinner, some days I don't. But you might experience changes in your weight. Now, if you are not moving around as much and you're binge eating, you might gain weight. Be careful with that, okay? If, however, you are remaining active or you have increased your activity, I know a lot of you, like Cynthia, you post like me that you walk, you get your walk in every day, whatever it is, you're moving your body. You might see that you're even dropping a few pounds. If that's what you want to do, hey, do it. But watch your weight, watch your diet, watch your nutrition, your choices of foods, and what you consume, okay? Also, while we're talking about foods and what you consume, uh, some people have increased their alcohol consumption during COVID-19. Some people have resorted to drinking more alcoholic beverages than they did prior to the pandemic. I will not say don't drink. I will say if you choose to drink, drink responsibly and never drink and drive, okay? But beware, while we're talking about nutrition, do some Googling because those dark alcohols have more sugar and sugar can add on the pounds, okay? Lastly, another symptom that you might experience with cabin fever is the inability to cope with stress. How many of you, by, by show of hands, have felt that you are becoming stressed out, having to social distance, stay around the house more, not get out and mingle with family and friends? I pray that is not the case. I pray that you are not stressed out and that COVID is not doing that to you. Don't you allow COVID to do that to you. But if you find that you are experiencing an inability to cope with your stress, I would encourage you to talk to somebody. 
somebody that you trust and or even an unbiased professional like me, a therapist, counselor. Although I don't recommend or refer over the internet, one source that I will share with you for researching counselors in your area across these United States and this country is a wonderful website called psychologytoday.com. If you type in on your internet browser, www.psychologytoday.com, you can type in your zip code and or your city, and you can research therapists, counselors who have profiles advertised on that site. I previously had one on there. I will get one back up there um, soon now that I am in Texas. But if you want to talk to someone, look on there. Also, you can always dial 211. 211 on your phone is basically a general information service and they provide a lot of different resources um, for various situations. Okay? Then there's the old faithful phone book. The yellow book. How many of you remember the yellow book? I'm telling my age now. I'm 54. But the yellow book still exists in most communities. We just got a new one here at the house. Okay? Just go to the counseling, therapy, psychology section. Right? Look it up. Find you somebody to talk to. Now with that said, I don't want to take up too much of your time because this is just what I call my lunch talk series. I think this is number three, possibly four. Okay. And so I want to thank each of you for coming in and joining me. I never um, advertise days, weeks in advance when I'm going to do this. It's when schedules permit and when I feel led to do so. But based upon um, posts that I've been reading on social media, articles, journals that I've been reading in the field of counseling during the pandemic, um, I thought I might come in and share with you all on the topic of cabin fever, how to understand what it is, how to identify symptoms, and to provide you a few um, intervention techniques, coping skills, strategies, okay, to help you to get through if you like to talk further, I can talk to you. Can't counsel you, but I can talk to you. You can DM me, okay? I appreciate you all for following me. I appreciate you for joining my live today, and I will post this in IGTV.